Hello everyone and welcome to the Empire of the Cop podcast. My name is Peter Kenny Jones, as usual, and I am with all my friends, family, and everyone who is here for the final in Paris. Woo! The fifth for the final in Paris. Yeah, it is. We've all travelled down today from Liverpool and picked someone up on the way. Uh, so just a, a few quick questions about predictions for the final. So I'll start with my friends, uh, the Warrington-based musician, James Lee Hindle. Just quickly, uh, how do you see the game going tomorrow, James? Uh, I think it'd be a tight game, to be fair. Um, I think Real Madrid have shown what they can do in the previous rounds. <laughs> the the way they've been coming back in games is, is something that is quite scary. Um, I mean, Liverpool have done it in the past, but I, I can... I can see it going to extra time, which I really don't want, but yeah, I can see it happening, which is not going to do the best for my heart. Thanks, James. Obviously, we've had uh, two finals already this season, both went to pens. Uh, Jake, if it goes all the way tomorrow, are you backing us to win on pens again? Well, I was going to say my prediction was actually going to be, yet again, us to do it nil-nil and win on pens again because we've done it twice already, so I think that's worth a tenner of my money. Go for it, why not? Well, I think we've got the mentality to beat anyone and if we go to Pens, I think we'll do it. Thank you very much. And I'll go over to my dad, Tommy Jones. So you were here in 1981 when Liverpool beat Real Madrid last time and Alan Kennedy scored 1-0. What do you reckon for tomorrow? What are the odds on Andy Robbo repeating that? Can you see yourself taking yourself back to 1981 all over again or is this a totally different game? Well, I'd love that to happen. Uh, Andy Robbo scoring the winner. What a what a guy he is. What a player. What a season he's had. He's got his assists again up there, ranking with everybody else. Uh, 81 was a special occasion, but at that time, uh, Real Madrid just wanted the boosters off the pitch. I feel like it's not going to be like that, uh, like that this time. Uh, and I do fancy us to win. I don't. Everybody keeps saying like, uh, winning. We've won two cups and penalties, and we haven't really won them all the other stupid fans out there but I'll take it tomorrow I'll take winning three pen, three uh, cups on pens but I don't think it's going to go there I fancy us to win a normal time and 2-0 and Sadio Mane uh, sorry uh, Mo Salah it's written in the stars isn't it he's, he's got to score the winner against these so that's my prediction 2-0 and uh, I, guess I said Mane back but I'm going to go for him as well so Mane and Salah the two main men score the goals for us Thank you very much <laughs> And then we'll go over to um, our chief driver today. We started driving at five this morning. You are now enjoying your first pint as we are sat outside in Paris. Maybe you don't have to talk about the game. Just talk about your uh, the journey down here, which every Liverpool fan has probably done. We've all made the pilgrimage to Paris with or without tickets. How's the journey been and what are you looking for outside of the match in this trip? Thanks, Pete. Yeah, so I um, obviously gutted with the, uh, the result last week and I... Uh, not winning the league the way we didn't win the league but um, obviously picked ourselves up and it feels like we're on our own tour at the moment to, uh, doing our own bus tour of um, Paris so um, yeah it's been, it's been good seeing loads of people on the way but um, I think excited to, to, to get into Paris tonight and have a few beers with the hundreds of thousands of Reds that are going to be there with us Thank you very much. And I'm going to go over to um, another friend there's nine of us sorry I keep passing this round going over to Adjay you obviously you maybe more of a superstitious man. I know that you wear, you wear a certain scarf or a certain shirt. Are there any rituals that you'll have to go through tomorrow in order for us to win? Or does superstition not matter in a game like this and it's all about the lads on the pitch? Yeah, I, I'm a bit superstitious, yeah. I've got, I've got a scarf that I wear for, 
for most big games and there's a certain shirt which I don't wear um, after a Liverpool-Chelsea game that we don't talk about. Um, but yeah, I think the lads on the pitch have done it for, you know, not even just this year, for over a number of three, four, five years under Klopp. They've got the, they've got the mentality that we've bol- bolstered our squad. You know, I think the one the one thing for me, the bit of the worry is, is the midfield um, and seeing how, how fit everyone is. You know, the two main men for me, you know, Thiago and Fabinho, if if they're both on on song, I think you know we've got. It, it's for me, it, it's the it's who we're going to bring on as well. I think you know if if the match does go to extra time, it's if and if Fabinho and Thiago say you've have come off early or aren't even playing at, at all, it's it's the quality of the subs. But I mean, hopefully, I think for us, we we need to try and get it done in ninety because I think their their bench is pretty strong, and I'm a bit yeah. I think you said I'm superstitious I'm, I'm clearly a bit of a pessimist as well but um, yeah I just don't want Gareth Bale on the pitch when it's a tight game as well <laughs> yeah, thank you thanks Ajay and then I'll go over to another one of my friends Sean Ascoe Mills as the only non-North Westian in the group maybe how do you feel connected from the club watching it from outside the city this season you know we, we've obviously got uh, two cup finals come second in the league what it, how is it uh, not live in Liverpool but feel connected to this club and, and how excited are you to just be in amongst the fans and everyone today and tomorrow? <laughs> Should be, yeah, so, uh, I mean, the fans, Liverpool fans are the best in the world. We've got fans in every city, in every country. Um, so no matter where you go, there's always a whole group of people watching the game. So I haven't felt too disconnected from the fans. I mean, obviously, we'd much rather be watching the players grace the field and grace the uh, Anfield turf, but... It's been nerve-wracking. I think when you're not in the atmosphere, when you're not in the atmosphere of Anfield and you're watching it just on a TV screen and you're just going by what the TV cameras are showing you, it does wreck your nerves a bit more. But like AJ, I've been very superstitious and I've watched both the cup finals in exactly the same place and they've both gone to penalties. We've won on both penalties. So now I'm in a different, a different area, a different... I'm, I'm, I'm nervous, I'm not going to lie. But I... Uh, no, I'm confident. I think we're going to win 3-1. I think Salah's going to have an absolute worldie just to get back at them from uh, Kiev. But uh, to be honest with you, I'm just excited to get amongst the fans, get the beers flowing, get the chants going, just get the atmosphere going. Nice one, thank you. And uh, Paul, maybe I'll, I'll maybe give you a harder question, I apologise. Maybe look at it from a Real Madrid point of view. What, uh, what are you worried about from Real or Carlo Ancelotti or whatever they can provide or cause us a threat? What do you reckon will be their, their biggest danger in the match? Thanks, Pete. I'm not really worried, I don't think. I mean, after we played Madrid in Kiev and unfortunately I don't think we showed the best of our own team, I think we've got a totally different team now to approach Real Madrid. They, they seem quite on the up and cocky that it's going to be number 14 for them but um, I'm more inclined to agree with Tommy that I think this will be finished in 90 minutes it's going to be a scorching hot day tomorrow I think you'll find that the majority of the fans in the stadium are Liverpool fans so it'll be a sea of red and uh, yeah I really uh, look for a positive result within the 90 minutes well, Paul, thank you. And then I'll just maybe go over to Chad. I've seen a few people say, because we came second in the league, obviously we won both Cups. If tomorrow does go badly, is that a bad season, do you reckon, in your eyes? Or, or what more can Liverpool do to make it a good season? Cheers, Pete. No, I, I, I think, 
even if they get beat tomorrow, it's been a fantastic season and it'll come down to fine margins tomorrow. But I do agree with the majority of people here. I think it'll be done in normal time and I think we'll win. And it'll take us to have an off day and then to have an absolute worldie tomorrow to beat us. The mentality of this team is totally different to 2018 and they've shown that in the cup final so far. And they've also shown it getting it back into the league. Whereas in January we were 14 points behind, so to finish a point behind the best team, probably the best team in Europe is, is absolutely out of this world with the budget that we have. And I think it's only going to be a win. And if they do get beat, they get beat, but it's still been a fantastic season. Thank you very much, I agree. And then, um, I'll just maybe ask everyone dead quick. I know a few, few of you have said it, but I'm always, um, I like to try and be optimistic in these type of things. So I'm going to say Liverpool are going to win 4-0 tomorrow, because why not? Why not be optimistic and think we're going to win our seventh European Cup? Salah Hattrick and um, Divock Origi's going to come off the bench, although he's injured and scored a fourth. <laughs> um, so I'll just quickly pass it around, just lob it around to everyone. Quick score prediction. You can say the match winner. I know you've already said it, but just be nice and quick. Start with James. Off we go. Yeah, I, I think... I think 1-0 down early and then bounce back Salah goal and then um, I'm going to go out, out yeah I think Diaz I think he'll uh, pack off his season with a, a big winner in the biggest stage 2-1 yeah 2-1 two, one. Two, one, yeah, go on Jake I said it before I'm, I'm going to back it so I'm going to go 0-0 nil, nil, and if pulls win on pens again three of them let's do it who's getting the winning pen winning pen I think Milner might be on the pitch I think Milner might end up taking the fourth one and I think we'll save two pens, so... Yeah. Well, I've already said 2-0, so I, I can't see much else other than that. But I honestly feel that watching... What, what gives me hope about winning it in 90 minutes is watching that first leg at the Etihad when City had about... Should have been 5-0 up. And I think we're going to be more clinical. And we're not going to... We're better in defence in City. I know they've, they've won the league by a point, but we're better in defence in City. We're not going to... They're not going to score against us, so, yeah... All too confident. I love your prediction, Pete. Four 0 You could well be right. I could have understated it, but I'll take either. I'll take anything, and I'll take Jake's nil nil. And I went on penalty, and I don't care who scores the last one. <laughs> oh, it's a Tom. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be a really close game, but two one. And uh, I'm, I'm hoping Mane kind of comes and scores us both goals. Uh, I feel like he's he's lived a bit in the shadows in the past few years. No, I think I think he's he's sta- he's staying for good. But uh, hopefully, this is the thing that wins him the Ballon d'Or. Everyone talks about Salah and Benzema, but he's he's world class, and I, I couldn't think of anyone better to win win the game for us. Uh, Jay. Yeah, I'll do the pessimist back again. Uh, I, I, I do think we'll win. <laughs> no, no, I do think you've, you've got to back us. You've got to back us. I think, I think it's going to be tight, as, as, as you said, Tom. I think that um, every final, same before, Chad, that every final really in our living memory, with the exception of Spurs, has been won by one goal or pe- well, you know pens or extra time. Alaves, West Ham on penalties, Birmingham City, Cardiff. All these, all these, all these teams that should be in theory battering. Or not all of them, but you know, a lot of them should be beating. I think it tends to be tight. It's a final. It's always going to be tight. It's not meant to be easy. I just think it's going to be one-one. Probably Liverpool on pens. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it's going. To, I think they're going to put put us through it, and it's going to be a be a long be a long one. I'm going to go for. I said three-one. Stick with three-one. But I think it's going to be a very very cagey affair for the first 10-15 Then one goal is going to go in, and then it's just going to go. Attack, attack, attack. Both teams just going for it. I don't see it being a very close game. I think Liverpool are just going to dominate from the off after the KG affair's over. So, yeah, 3-1. Salah just scored the winner. 
I'm going to stick with 2-0. Um, I traditionally, Liverpool don't score a lot of goals in finals, certainly recently, and I think it'll be a really tight game, but I'm favouring the 2-0 for the Reds tomorrow. Um, I think Diaz is actually going to get a goal and Mane. Thanks. I think Liverpool will start quite quick and race probably race into a two-goal lead and then Real will probably come back into it last 10-15 score make it nervy but they'll hold on to a 2-1 win Mane and I'd like to see Henderson get one but can't see that but say Diaz or Salah for the other one Right Alright then well I think that's it that's us done obviously we're all in Paris right now I've just finished my pints everyone's nearly done theirs the first one for some the seventh for others um, and hopefully tomorrow ends of the seventh European Cup so uh, yeah we're all here some got tickets some haven't but no matter what we're going to have a boss day tomorrow up the Reds and yeah thank you for listening to the Empire the Cup podcast enjoy